Collective with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight, what we are going to talk about is, or one of the subjects, we're going to start off talking about women coming out. You know, you are a woman and you decide to come out about being gay. And the reason why this conversation has come up, because today... I did a lecture at BMCC, so I don't know how many of those lovely students are listening to this broadcast, but if they are, I want to say hello, and it was a pleasure to meet all of y'all. And I talked about this show and the importance of introducing or letting people get an understanding of, now I, I always box up the letters, so help me out here, the LGBTQ community and the importance of understanding the different aspects of it, what goes on. But tonight we're going to start with just the basics, some of the things that happen to a, uh, a woman when she decides to come out. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't apply to men when they decide to tell family and friends or employees that are gay that they are now gay or that they have a partner. But we're going to talk about the different things that they experience or how they're feeling. And we're going to even refer you to a couple of websites. There's one particular rep website, and it's called www.myrealpersonality.com. Uh, and it, it actually has a test that um, you answer of 10 questions, and it lets you know if you're a lesbian. No, I'm not sure how accurate this is. I don't know but either because right now I'm looking <laughs> at it and I don't know how the hell they're going to tell if you're a lesbian by picking shapes and colors. I don't know about I all don't that. know. Listen, I don't know either, but mm. I just thought that was pretty interesting that you can take a test. Maybe you can take a test. I, I mean, I don't know if it means you have lesbian traits. I'm, I'm not sure what it means because I'm actually taking the test myself. Yeah, I'm but taking it, does, it right now. <laughs> it, it asks you a few questions. And I'm not sure if this is a, um, uh, a, my, uh, 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 a way of really determining if you're gay or not. So, um, but it, if you, out of curiosity, you can take this in the privacy of your home. You could do it on your cell phone, your tablet. But I would recommend that you check it out just to see because uh, it's always interesting to see what the results would be. But that's one particular site you can um, look at. And another site is the Human Rights Campaign. The, um, it's hrc.org. And they have an article on sexual orientation and gender identity definitions. Now, when we start talking about the gay and lesbian community or transgender community or queer community, Sometimes when they start throwing all the large vocabulary words, it can confuse you if you're not part of it, or even if you are part of it. But we're going to start with the basics of what occurs, what somebody may experience, okay? So um, I'm just going to talk about what I know that some people that I know came up and they spoke about, which was the fear, the the fear of being of uh, – hated, turned against, despised, and not understood. 
Now, I just know the general feelings that a person would receive, but I, I don't know the actual feelings that they may have because, so I have more empathy and I can understand depending on which culture um, you are in or ra uh, even race of people, it can be a very harsh and cruel experience because depending on your culture, it, you can be resented or hated. So a family member that you may love and adore once they find out you are a gay woman or a gay man, now it appears like that love has, has gone because the culture has taken over. And a lot of times, the, the thing that I see with that is culture is really connected with religion, and religion itself can be quite oppressive because people will use things from the Bible to go against someone's now sexual orientation or sexual preference or however and it'll be defined and minimized to um, them just trying to be different or you know there's whatever craziness that'll come out of a person's mind but the pain that that person has or the, the fear can be so extreme the anxiety the um the frustration, the fear of your family now officially turning against you. We're not even talking about your friends. We're just talking about people that raised you, that you've known for all your life, that they gave birth to you, they were your aunts, your uncles, and now they despise you or they don't understand or now they feel that you need a good beating to get that out of you or you need to go to church mm. or you're hanging around the wrong crowd or you caught something. Mm -hmm. Now that's a good one. Like I don't, I didn't know you could catch being gay, but maybe you can. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where they got that one from. But they'll say you, you caught it, and I'm right. like, how did you catch it? Like, is it a cold? Right. Can you take some cough syrup and change it? <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, these are the things that some people encounter when they decide to come out. So what do you think of that, Professor Sila? What do, What is your ideas, thoughts, or feelings, or experience or, about that subject? Well, um, coming out is always, um, I, I can only talk about from personal experience. And unfortunately, um, even, um, you know, being able to, you know, it depends on 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 your on the openness of your family. First of all, um, if you have the type of family that you can confide um, your feelings in terms of um, you know uh, being gay, and you know your family's always been that type of family where you can approach them and um, and and say that, um, it really depends on how your family this family structure is set up. Um, for communication and uh, a lot of times depending on your culture and and I can only speak from being African American or black that um, in the black community it's very difficult for us to come out and it's because of how we were raised a lot of times we were raised in a heterosexual um, house. Most of us have been raised in a heterosexual household, 
And, you know, a lot of times your parents, they, you know, they figure because you're female or male, you're supposed to act like a male or female in terms of if you're female, you're feminine, and if you're male, you're masculine. But what people don't seem to understand is that you don't really lose being feminine. And this is where we get into the issue of defining what is feminine and what is masculine. I believe that both sexes have a combination of both traits. But as far as coming out, it's difficult because a lot of us come out of families that are very religious. Um, some overly religious. When I say overly religious, you have some really uh, people that are steeped in religion. You know, they went to church in the morning, afternoon, and at night. And you dressed a certain way. And, but then there are those that may have not been steeped in religion, but they, they do go to church, and they really do believe that being gay is a sin. You know, um, but as far as, for me, my personal experience, it was difficult. It was, it was kind of rough because I wasn't sure, you know, what was going on, and my feelings were changing. I felt my um, sensitivities and sensibilities, um, meaning I became more attracted to women. And, you know, a lot of times people don't address that. Um, understand that as in, in certain genders, you know, some will be attracted to heterosexual, and then at some point they may change and see that they're more attracted to, um, to females. And I, don't, I think part of it is cultural, but I think a lot of it has to do with um, scientifically um, that you know you just become attracted, and I think that's natural, you know. But that's my that's my point of view. Okay. Well, why don't we also define it so that some people who are listening to this for the very first time they understand what that means. Now, as a woman that came out, and you you went through this process, mm -hmm. and you have friends, right? And you decide to tell your friends. Mm -hmm. Let it be clear that because your friend decides to come out and say that they're gay does not mean that they want to jump on you now because now they're attracted well, to women. Well, that's true. <laughs> and that's, that's like, very true. Let's clear that up. <laughs> right, right. That, that's right. doesn't mean that I want to hop your bones. And, and what I don't like, and let's be clear also since we're defining stuff, is that people mm -hmm. tend to think being gay is all about sex. No, it's not. We have to be very careful with that. And that's where uh, people get into problems, meaning judging because they think because you became gay, it's all about you hopping somebody's bones or you just having sex. Everything just revolves around sex. So again, that, that's a problem because that seems to be I think a majority of the time um, being gay is associated with having sex. Well, lots of sex, not just sex, lots of sex. Yeah, lots of sex. <laughs> Let's be clear. And everybody like... in the room is a target, you know, and you know, and then you get the whispers, oh yeah, she's gay. And it's like, you know, 
you're walking with a sign that says watch her because she's gay and she wants to have bad sex. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I said let's be clear what, what let you know have sex means because some people when they find out that you're you're yeah. you're a homosexual, you're a lesbian uh-huh. or something outside of the quote unquote right. norm that mm-hmm. you are just like this sex machine right. that you just constantly gotta jump on anything, just hump on it and do what you gotta do and handle your business. Yeah, but I yeah. <laughs> you yeah. are no longer part of the heterosexual community, no. but you're a part of the other community. Right, you're a part Therefore, of the other community, and and to me that t- that what that tells me is your perverseness. That means your that means you're perverse, because if you're focusing on that, what were you looking at? <laughs> what were you reading? And what is your fantasy? <laughs> I always tell people you all you're doing is telling me what your fantasy is. That's mm-hmm. all. That's, that's you know we gonna talk real here. You know sometimes I think people just be telling me they fantasy. <laughs> because Maybe why? Why all of a sudden it's about sex? Did you read something, or did you? Is that something you want to experience? You know, and we have to. That's why I'm glad you said that. We have to be clear about that. Because right. becoming gay is not just because you want to hop somebody's bones. It's because you become attracted to the opposite to the same sex. That okay, now let let, you know? let I want to also point out something clear. When you use the term becoming gay, like because like I said, we don't want it to be interpreted as you you caught a cold and now you're no, no, gay. No, no, like no. Gay. So that's what I'm saying. When you when you say that are you we're talking more about it's already in you. Well, that you may well. So let's 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 say this. Okay. It 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 it. Let's put it this way. Okay. It's already in you. Okay. It's already in you. And and this is where it gets complex. And this is where people don't understand. And that's why there has to be some kind of understanding of, of what is homosexuality. Because okay. really, the verdict is still out about that. Because if you, there is an article, well, actually, there's a whole magazine from National Geographic. <laughs> that talks about gender and how we still don't understand gender not only in human beings but in animals because there are animals that have that have same sex relationships too so now you're talking about nature you know what i'm saying so a lot of people will argue oh you know it's you know you can change that and you know, let's pray the gay away, and let's you know, um, you know, we we gonna we gonna speak in tongues and get rid of it. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you pray, something. Pray the gay away. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, just pray the gay away, and 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 it, and it and it has been proven that it doesn't work. That doesn't work. Meaning that, let me tell you something. It's it's no matter how much you try to suppress it, it still comes out. And all I'm saying is, I feel to me, it was a natural thing for me. Okay? It was natural. Because I think I've always had that tendency. But mm-hmm. remember, when you are cultural, cultural, you know, a culturized, I guess, I don't know if that's the word, you know, you are brought up into a heterosexual relationship. And you start out as heterosexual. 
But I mm-hmm. think as time evolves, mm-hmm. you find that your, your attraction changes. And your attraction does change. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you may like blue, then you turn around like purple. You know, I just think that, you know, I've always had that. It's just that it, it came out in the time it needed to come out. You know, because I realized I am attracted to females. You know, and I'm not ashamed of that. I just think that um, there's a, not a lot of understanding about gender and what is gender. You know, and if anybody is interested, just look up National Geographic's. Um, it came out last year about gender and how science is still baffled about gender. You know, you have people that are born female, but inside they're male. I mean, I don't feel that that's an accident. And I don't think that's something that you can pray away. That is something that inside anatomically and mentally, you know, so anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, sorry. no, I'm, I'm, we're we're all learning here. We're all right. trying to understand. You know, so um, mm-hmm. I think that's I think those are very good points to um, bring out. I also think it's important for people to understand that a lot of times, you know, if if your desire for the same sex comes out later in life that a lot of that can be attributed to cultural and religion. Religion is more oppressive than anything. Mm -hmm. And if we look at it as far as cultural and race, um, it may have started for many years because when a lot of different black people or minorities were brought from other countries into the United States. Before they got here, they had um, seasoning farms, like especially like in Jamaica. They had seasoning farms, which was when these Caucasians would come to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is the main reason why homosexuality is so loathed in Jamaica. These Caucasians would come there and they would do buck 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 busting, mm-hmm. which would basically mean that they would take the strongest male in the community, tie him to a tree, his four limbs, and the white slave owner or, or the white man would come and sodomize and rape this man in front of everyone. Mm. And this was done to the the woman, to the man, so uh, but mainly to the women, I mean to the men where this man would be degraded and humiliated by this white man because he was tied down. Mm -hmm. And this is where the deep-seated hatred comes from. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's Barbados. Mm -hmm. There are, I believe it's the Jim Crow books Mm -hmm. that Barbados is the the place that has it, Mm -hmm. where it tells you how to break a slave. And a lot of this is sexually based. And a lot of it was enforced or reinforced by Christianity and the Bible. Mm-hmm. And this is how a lot of slave owners kept slaves in line. Right. Because even in America, what they do not talk about during slavery is a lot of 
slave owners were homosexual. Mm. They didn't just rape the women. They mm -hmm. raped the men. Mm. So this is where a lot of the hatred comes from. Mm -hmm. Like you said, there are, there, there, there are some animals that have same-sex um, relationships. Just mm -hmm. like there are some animals that may do, uh, display homosexual tendency, but no one in, in the natural community or, uh, or nature even thinks about it because this is how nature works. But mm -hmm. because of all this oppression and because of these, these things that, these tools that were used in slavery to oppress these people or control them, that's why you have such a disdain for that now. Mm -hmm. The amount of brutality, the uh, amount of uh, dominance and control and abuse that were done to slaves before they got to this country in their own homeland and when they got to America and as well as to the American Indian. So this is why for some people it is so deep-rooted and hated. We also must understand that the Bible that, you know, it was altered to serve the slave owner's purpose. Mm -hmm. So it was, it, you know, there would be things that were put in there or things that were said that would make, that were used to help oppress the slaves. That, mm -hmm. that was financial, that was educational, that was sexual also. So we have to understand that Christian, quote unquote, Christianity was not what, you know, it was misused. Okay, and then when you take away the rights and understandings and, and culture of another race of people and inflict another one, you're going to have you're going to have changes in it because certain cultures, okay, certain races, they do they 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 have where their kings or their queens had maids in waiting. They may have had a mate. They may have had a concubine, but it wasn't seen as something bad in that then. Mm -hmm. Not like it is now. But because history was distorted or reversed or changed or altered by European culture, that's why you have this now. So that's why it's very important to educate yourself and understand where this comes from. That's why I said it's so important. If you know someone who is gay, who has come out, or lesbian, and they decide to come out, it does not mean that they're, they're going to just jump on you and just pound on you <laughs> because now they're gay and they're letting you know that. It doesn't mean you're the object of your desire. I hate to be the one to shatter your ego like that, but you're not that sexy, mm -hmm. and they may not want you, and you've got to understand that. Right. You know, they may be totally desired to someone else because within that community, just like within the heterosexual community, there are issues, and they're parallel issues. Right. You know, they're, they're major parallel issues. I was speaking to a, a young man today, and he, he mentioned how in the gay community he's seen as fat. And I was looking at him, and I didn't see him as fat. I said, really? He said, yes. He said, I'm considered fat. You know, what's more attractive is a very skinny gay male. And I was sort of shocked to hear that. Well, so that's, that's, go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, and, and, and well, I'm, I'm not shocked because I feel <laughs> no matter what groups that you're a part of, people have preferences, okay? 
the mm-hmm. it it and he's right. He might be, you know, he's considered fat. So a lot of times and unfortunately I think that we're all uh psychologically we're all messed up in terms of how we <laughs> Um, when I say messed up, I'm saying how the indoctrination mm-hmm. and, and because of where we are and because of the discrimination and because of the mistreatment of, mm-hmm. of people and especially African Americans, that has taken a toll on us mentally to the point mm-hmm. that we get like, you know, um, we, you know, our, our slave masters have got had gotten us trained to the point that we even do separation because remember all that stuff about separation i was just reading what you were talking about that thing that you were speaking of um was about willie lynch and how to make a slave and one of the things about making a slave was to separate the slaves like you would separate the light-skinned ones from the dark-skinned ones and then you would pit them against each other, and you would separate the the um, the the males from the females. Separate the intel- intelligent, what they feel is intelligent ones, from the ones not so intelligent. The strong ones away from the weak ones. And this is no different. Um, uh-huh. Where you have, you know, um, where in our community we play that same game too, even in the gay community. Uh-huh. You know, you have some women that, you know, they want to be with, you know, um, you want to be with femmes. Femme want to be with femmes, right? Even though the butch femme scenario is, is really the same scenario as male and female, heterosexually. But you have those differences. If you're too fat, there's a group for the fat ones. Like, for instance, my, my friend, my buddy, uh, my best friend, he schooled me on that because he is part of the bears. There's a gay men that are bears, meaning men that are chubby or they husky. They're called bears. <laughs> you have the, you have, and, and, and I'm sure this young man, if you was to talk with him a little bit more, you have those black men that are into leather. They, they wear the chaps and everything like that. And they have their leather parties right and they only around leather men and some of those men some of them are it's a mixture some of them are are heavy set some of them are real masculine macho mustached whole nine and then you have those uh, men that like ultra femme men you know what i'm saying like they really uh-huh. like them feminine and and uh-huh. they they're the papa and they're the mama whatever you want to say you know, in that regard. So we do the same thing, you know. So so if I go to, like, for instance, I know in, in, the, in the gay community, they have parties just for femmes. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes the femmes want to be around the femmes. And they consider, you know, me or someone else, we're like the boys. Or, you know, we don't necessarily, and let's be clear about that. We, it's called being masculine-centered. You know, so you can still look like a femme, but you masculine centered. Okay, <laughs> so like I said, there's separation there too, and and certain groups, you you know, they may look at you. What you doing here? This is only for femmes. You know what I'm saying? Even though you're mm-hmm. feminine, hello, you're feminine, <laughs> you look feminine, but 
the word femme meaning f-e-m-m-e meaning like you know you you like you know you may like lipstick you may wear dresses and you know all of that stuff so there's separation in the community and like you said the young man said he is considered fat you know and that for some people believe it or not is a turn off you get discriminated which is funny the word discrimination in the black community oh Mm -hmm. let me tell you it exists because you are discriminated even in the black community you know what I'm saying you are and and unfortunately that's the poison because right you know what I'm saying? That's the poison that destroys us because the same way that we're, we're kept out of jobs and kept out of opportunities, we do the same crap by um, separating or, or um, deciding that someone is not of their ilk or their group. We do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. You, you as a a heterosexual, you don't know that. Right. Like most, uh, you know, most of the time, as a heterosexual, you know the issues that you 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 have. Mm-hmm. Meaning that women, you know, you're not. Once again, you're not light enough. You're right. not tall enough. That's you're not right. thick enough. You don't have a big enough butt. Right. You don't have something mm-hmm. that makes you attractive to someone else. Mm-hmm. But unbeknownst to you, you may not know that that same kind of uh, stereotype or what is defined as beautiful applies to the gay community unless you ask someone. That's right. You know? Because no one knows the depth. That the understanding that both sides can under both sides can relate on being discriminated of because they don't fit a certain idea of what may sex sexy may be, mm-hmm. and that and that's why I said it's so important to to understand that because when you understand it that they're similar, there's no need to fear because they can relate to you. Right. You don't have to worry about uh, um, them going after you or something. They can understand what it's like to be discriminated against because, hey, you know what? I'm not tall enough. I'm not light enough. I don't have a big enough butt. I don't have a big enough whatever. I don't have mm-hmm. big enough boobs or, you know, whatever it is that you're being discriminated at against. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's important for un- people to understand that. But. You know, back to what I was saying, a lot of culture, a lot of religion and and the integration of culture of European religion in the black community, whether it's from uh, the Caribbean, Africa and so forth and so on. You you pick a place wherever there's a large amount of black people and you add religion to that. If if it's a distorted form of Christianity, then then that's where you're going to have problems. You're going to have some hatred. And just like they can pick on, on, on the gay people by using a Bible, you can also pick, they'll also use the Bible to pick on people as far as color. So that's what I'm saying. Right. And it has always been. And that's, like I said, you know, religion has been distorted to the point um, that the people use it as a whipping tool and the book the good book is not used is not for that because if people have been reading the good book and they've been reading about Jesus and who, what he represented 
it's totally opposite to how they treat people. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You know, mm -hmm. um, Jesus was a, a welcoming person. He was he opened his arms. He was for the downtrodden. He was just for 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 anyone that really needed help. He would give help. He was a servant, and he didn't mind serving people. But unfortunately, those tenants have been turned upside down, and it's been made to ostracize. Not only used to ostracize African Americans. Well, you've been used to ostracize gay people and make it seem like that they're not God's children. And that's uh -huh. what I have difficulty with. Because you can't say to me, the same God that made you didn't make me. And the same uh -huh. God that I serve, and I serve with my heart because I do care about people and I love people, how is that any different than anybody else? You know, if 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 my blood is red, is the same color as your blood, and yet and still God didn't find it robbery to love me. So why would you make that distinction? And I feel to me, as long as you know, in your heart and your relationship with God is is in, is, is 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 in order, then you don't need to worry about what other people have to say about you. You know, and. Um, I just get tired of hearing people bashing uh, gay people and saying what they're saying. And, you know, everybody has their interpretation. But, but I, you know, I go to church. I serve in my church. I love my church people, my members. They know I'm gay, you know. But that doesn't stop me from being a human being, though. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And, and that's where people miss the point, you know. At the end of the day, we're all human beings, but we still have to treat each other with respect. You may not like or understand what I'm about, but that's okay. But at the end of the day, I still expect you to respect me. I don't expect you to disrespect me um, because of that, you know, because there's a whole lot of other things going on out here for you to be focusing on me being gay. You know what I'm saying? So that's my little tidbit. <laughs> well, thank you for the tip. It is very, very helpful. Um, but that is that's a, a very um, valid point. It's it's um, very important that we understand that um, it's not it's not or it's not a choice, right? Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, because right. a lot of people sometimes are under the misconception that these that people that are gay, lesbian, transgender, um, queer, mm -hmm. for some of them, they feel it's a choice. Mm -hmm. they, they woke up and decide, well, I want to be gay today. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, um, we, we could get into a very deep conversation because um, I remember watching a documentary mm -hmm. where it, they had this new... I don't know if it's new, and I don't know what they actually labeled them, so I don't want to want to say it. But what it was was the person made a choice on whether they wanted to be female or feminine that day. Mm -hmm. Now, it didn't discuss their sexuality. Mm -hmm. It talked about people choosing to be feminine or or masculine that day, mm -hmm. or they're a combination of. Mm -hmm. But overall. We're going to stick with the basics mm -hmm. of gay and lesbians for now. 
it is not a choice. No one wakes up and decides that I want to face um, being discriminated against, abused, mistreated, um, talked about, or um, outed in a public setting, have my mm-hmm. life ruined just so I can right. have wild, crazy sex. That's mm-hmm. not what it's about. No, it's and not. Some people believe mm-hmm. that. Some people believe that, oh, well, you know, they they woke up that way. Now, there's also an argument in in some communities, whether, I don't know if it's necessary psychology or social work, I'm not even really sure. But mm-hmm. for some people, they'll say some people may have become gay because they were sexually abused. Mm-hmm. Now, that's one theory. Right. Mm-hmm. I I can't I can't speak on that one. Right. You know, it, it, there's a possibility that the person m- may have it when they're a young child, but because they were sexually abused so badly, they turned against that gender. Anything's possible. True. Anything's possible, but just like it's possible, it could also be impossible. The only one that would know is that individual. Mm-hmm. You know, but another thing is, I know that this um, administration with number forty-five and his vice president um, Penance uh, wishes to take money away from the LGBTQ community, yeah, and, and take it out and uh, and use that money. And also um, HIV treatment. Use that uh, HIV treatment as well as education and use that money to um, transform gay people, uh, lesbians, transgender, and queer back to being normal. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm not sure how you do that, and I don't know. Even the uh, Secretary of Miseducation. Ah, okay. <laughs> Miss Miss Amway. Yeah. Yeah. Her family was very much into that. Yeah. Now I don't know what the plan is. I don't know if it's shock treatment. I don't know what it is. But this is I know that is heavy into their plan. And and penance is a devout right wing um Christian. Uh-huh. Okay, he does not go anywhere without his wife. Not that that's a bad thing. Okay, I'm not picking on it, uh-huh. but he does not believe in gay people. He does not believe in transgenders. Uh-huh. And as you can see, I know they just I, they just recently turned over that um, turned over something Obama did, I believe, where the military is not accepting transgenders. Nope. Okay. And and um and and those and those that may have that that may still be in there could possibly be mm-hmm. in danger. Okay. Exactly. And so um, that sets a dangerous um you know, I feel Yeah, it does. Um because I feel anyone that's part of the military is part of the United States of America. And they are citizens of the United States of America and they're entitled to the full rights and privileges of being 
a United States citizen and even the protection of their lives from of the American from the American government. Meaning the American government, that is their role. Is if you're serving the military, um, and you're serving the military, it is the government should be protecting you. And what could happen is, you know, I've I've been paying attention, and you know that sends a real um, a negative uh, 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 a negative message. And what you know, you know, it it will basically um, have groups fighting instead of the, mm-hmm. the military taking a step forward. And, um, you know, especially in the case of um, the um, Chelsea um, Manning, who is now Chelsea Manning. And, you know, Chelsea Manning was going through a change, a gender change. And Obama mm-hmm. didn't felt that, you know what, let me release let me release Chelsea Manning, you know, because Chelsea Manning really was going through to the point that I think eventually she would have killed herself um, being locked up because of, you know, spreading the secrets and stuff like that. Um, but by the very, you know, gesture of Obama, he used his governmental power to protect Chelsea Manning and realized that there's something bigger than just what whatever crime that Chelsea committed is just that we need to protect Chelsea because of her transition. You know what I'm saying? And I think that said a lot. Okay? And the LGBT community needs to see that we have a government that will protect their rights. And especially there are many and I met two weeks ago um, one sister who was given an award for her military service and mm-hmm. they, and they tried to discriminate against her because she is butch okay but she served 22 years in the military and they finally gave her her honors they gave her what she was fighting for was basically to get veterans rights as a lesbian meaning in terms of services from the VA Mm-hmm. Now, where do we get off discriminating against people, especially military people that have served, that they're entitled to have services from the VA? Okay? Mm-hmm. So that tells me that our, our military culture is still antiquated, meaning in terms of they're not as diverse, we're diverse on the surface, but when it comes to policies, we're not. And they will discriminate or make it so bad that if you are serving, there's a possibility that they people in your own unit can turn against you because you're gay. That's dangerous to me. And that sends a troubling signal. And, it's, and to me, it's no different when African Americans are being blocked or banned um, from going further up in the ranks or um, uh, being blocked from getting housing. It's the same stuff. It's still discrimination. You know, but people don't see it that way. They keep, like I said, they keep focusing on that sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, gay is synonymous with sex. And I'm telling you, that's the perverseness of our culture. We're perverse. 
we're very perverse because we cannot conceptualize gay people having a normal life. What you think? I think that's I think that's absolutely accurate. That's why I said you know it's also um, you know you also have to look at who set these standards and what perverseness uh, is. Mm-hmm. And like I said, a lot of it is. Um, you know, European culture. Like, if we think about it, like, who created the first vibrator? It was made not for sexual use, but to control women who were hysterical. I don't understand how sticking a vibrator inside you controls your hysteria, oh, but somebody came up with that thought. I, listen, I don't thought. know who came up with that, but it, but it doesn't control me hysterically. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it might make me laugh a little bit because I'm feeling good. You understand I mean, what I'm saying? I know, but someone came up with the idea you know? that if I create this vibrator, <laughs> it will reduce the hysteria in a woman. Yeah, but I mean, you know, maybe her horniness. I, I don't know. Nancy was looking in the wrong direction. You know so what? They, they got they got that backwards. But I understand <laughs> what you're talking about because you know any way that they can control women having pleasure. You know, um, there's been many ways, and you know, some cultures they remove the clitoris. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they make it so that you cannot have any kind of pleasure. You know, and I think to me that's wrong. I don't care if it's cultural, it's not right. Do you see them removing men's penis? No. But you're going to remove a woman's clitoris? To me, that's quite sexist. That's sexist right there. Well, I, once again, if you go back to this administration, you know, when it comes to health care, what they are going, they, what they want to do is, you know, I remember was they were talking to one of the senators and he did not understand why a woman that is over, I believe the age he said was 50 needs a gynecological exam. He did mm-hmm. not understand why need, women needed gynecological health care and didn't think that was necessary. But they will pay for Viagra. I don't, uh, you know. So mm-hmm. right. this is what I'm saying. Like you had things mm-hmm. that make you go, hmm. Like yeah. who thought of that? Like if right. everybody who creates uses Viagra, right? Who creates who created if, Viagra? I mean, Viagra is really it. It was created because it's a derivative uh, um, from watermelon. The active ingredient ingredient in Viagra is from the watermelon. Mm-hmm. So and, yeah, any drug that is made is a derivative from a natural product that is on this earth. So that's why I'm saying that this is where a lot of this um, things that don't make sense, these are, this is where a lot of things as far as sexuality, um, interaction, relationships, concepts, thoughts, religion, they, they don't make sense. Like I said, this administration wants to take away even healthcare for a pregnant woman. Like I said, if you're giving all the men Viagra, somebody's going to get pregnant. So if that woman does not have prenatal care to take care of the babies that right. she's about to produce, or babies if she has more than one, you, you're going to have a lot of people or a lot of children that's going to have health issues, but you're going to have a lot of men that are erect. I don't get that one. Like, did anybody really think about that? Like. Mm-hmm. So the mentality, because a lot of this, once again, a lot of these men are heavy in their white Anglo-Saxon Christian males. That's why I said 
the idea and the thought of Christianity has been distorted. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming or we're saying that it's been distorted, but maybe it was screwed up from the beginning, but mm-hmm. because of, of white supremacy and domination, it has conquered and, and gone to all these different continents and caused people to think that Christianity is good, but we don't know the full history of it, mm-hmm. you know. But because of the Internet, which they're trying to control, <laughs> a lot of people are learning about Christianity, just like I said, uh, with Jim Crow and what's known as um, seasoning farms or sex farms. Okay, so this a lot of these things were generational. That's why you have the hatred from the buck busting. You know, to mm-hmm. see that 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 kind of uh, mental image that it got in your head, and then, like I said, they don't talk about the the homosexual uh, slave owners, mm-hmm. or even the lesbian, you know, slave owner's wife. <laughs> you know, let's not assume that it was only the men that were were gay. Right. You know, mm-hmm. there had to be a couple of women that were gay. They were doing a lot of things to black women, or mm-hmm. even Indians. Mm. You know, we don't, no one wants to talk about that. But, you know, you know but it, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, just, just a little bit, I, I, I don't know if it's so much that they were gay. I just think that they were just, they were just um, crazy. And I think that they were um, a sadistic, um, quite sadistic, cruel, and inhumane. And well, when, when, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm just saying from, you know, from what, I, from what I'm gathering, that they were very sadistic, cruel, and inhumane, and right. and and they basically just wanted to torture us. We were tortured, you know what I'm right. saying? Because people don't want to talk about the fact they, you know, when people talk about slavery, they think it was some mellowness. There was no mellowness in slavery. There was a level of sadistic torture. It was torturous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anytime that you 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 are going to make a man or a woman submit and then you're going to tie them up to force them to submit that's like you know um when you you try to even tr- animals might be treated better than how we were treated so a lot of it was sadistic a lot of it was cruel and a lot of it was inhumane and it was criminal very criminal you exactly, and and, and 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 there have not been any indictments. <laughs> I think that was the biggest slavery was the biggest biggest crime in history. Well, that that's absolutely it. It, it definitely mm-hmm. has, and mm-hmm. the aftermath and the effects are still being felt. Because remember, mm-hmm. slavery ended not too long ago. The last state. And slavery was Mississippi, mm. which was, I believe, in 1982. They were the last state to remove slavery. It now wasn't you, really that long ago. 1982. That's shameful because they had been passed legislation, and then we've had not only the Emancipation Proclamation, then we turned around, had a Reconstruction period. Then we had the civil rights bill. So you mean to tell me after all these different phases, they still conducted slavery till 1982? Yes, they did. 
because they were the last, if you look it up, I believe they were the last one. I believe it's anywhere from 72 to 1982. Mm-hmm. It was not too long ago that right. they, they were the last state within the United States of America to mm-hmm. end slavery. So right. that's what I'm saying. A lot of these thoughts, a lot of what um, the history of various cultures mm-hmm. in which a lot of us came or our ancestors came mm-hmm. to America has been distorted, has been changed. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that history has been altered. Right. So behaviors that we are seeing, people are just now understanding within the black community. You know, if you really think about it, they've, oh, you know, black people, quote unquote, have only been free for 400 years. So just because you've been free for 400 years does not mean that you know how to handle what goes on. Okay, 400 years over uh, over a series of gener- gener- generations does not mean that, oh, we should know how to do this and we can, no, there's still after effects because if you know anything about the Jim Crow books on how to break a slave or how to make a slave, that is a deep-seated psychological warfare that was used on a race of people or anyone in which you want to enslave. That's what pimps do when they want to get um, they want to get prostitutes. You know, you isolate. Mm-hmm. You use force. Then you use love. Then mm-hmm. you use brutality. Mm-hmm. So these are the uh, different things that are going on. So mm-hmm. when we talk about when we talk about when we begin the conversation about talking about the gay and lesbian community, we must also understand that they themselves has to deal with not only what, quote-unquote, the heterosexual um, person deals with, but that as well as a combination of having to go on out with additional shame or going against the family or going against the culture, going against the religion, to now come out and say that I do not like the opposite. I'm not attracted to them. I'm attracted to those that are similar to myself. Mm-hmm. The fear, the tension, the anxiety that they endure in what they experience is, mm-hmm. is very hard for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So learning and understanding makes life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And understanding that, you know, it, it's 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 a hard road for just just like it's a hard road for you, it's a hard road for them. Yes, definitely. So. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to add that, and let's see what else, what other little other tidbits we have on here talking about this lovely, interesting conversation. Which is, did you get the results from your test? I didn't Yeah, <laughs> I got the results from my test, and uh, and anyway, it says <laughs> you have lesbian propensity. So. <laughs> Based on your answers, your interest in women can't be denied. But sometimes it takes up to years to finally get a clear vision of what you really are and want. Don't hesitate, don't hesitate and don't put pressure on yourself. Your body and your mind will sooner or later show you what you tend to be. Don't be afraid. <laughs> that's, that's, that, I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what it, Well, you know uh, what? <laughs> <I'm> what? 
maybe it's saying that I'm still evolving. Maybe, you know, that's the only thing that I can get out of that. Um, as far as, as, as a lesbian woman, maybe I'm still evolving. Um, you know, um, I know, I noticed that, um, you know, I'm dressing a little bit more masculine, actually. Um, even though I do have, like my friend says, girly blouses, because I still like my girly blouses and stuff. But, um, you know, that's, you know, that's why I said when I went to the workshop, the workshop really was to have all those women that are masculine-centered. But you were still feminine. We're still women, right? Still feminine. We still have some feminine, because I know I still have some feminine qualities in me. But, um, you know, I'm a little bit more masculine-centered, you know? And, um, you know... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to, um, you know, I'm more comfortable with myself now. So, um, so if I'm out with my friend or whatever, you know, and I dress a certain way, she like me to dress a certain way, you know, I'll dress for her. I don't have a problem with that. Um, in regards to that, but you know, I think that I think, like I said, as I was trying to point out, I yeah. think mm -hmm. that. When a person comes out mm -hmm. and they're older, yeah. that's because you're going against culture, mm -hmm. race, and religion. You are. And community. Yep. But because we have a younger generation, mm -hmm. they call them the millennials or whatever. Right. But a younger generation, and a lot more of them are coming out, they don't have the same pressure. They don't. They, have don't. This they really don't. And but, <laughs> however, the backlash mm -hmm. remains. And I'll give you an example. The young mm -hmm. lady that was one of the survivors of the shooting in Parkland, Florida. Mm -hmm. She it has a shaved head, and I believe she is. She is. Um, I believe she is gay. And one of the Congress Republican congressmen said something derogatory about her being a lesbian. Mm -hmm. and, and Does that surprise you? No, it doesn't. But even though these young people are, are more comfortable with themselves and who they are, I'm not saying they don't go through struggles, they do. But when but see it's still the same backlash. It's still the same backlash that I I experience, other people have experienced throughout their lives. And mm -hmm. When that congressman came out and said what he, it was the most disgusting thing, and in fact he he resigned because he needed to, because this is 2018 and you're still talking like you're back in 1932 or 1940 with that nonsense, okay. and mm -hmm. and that's why it's very important um, that the young ones see the elders, the elders that are lesbian and gay. And that they get the support from us too, you know. And the reason why I'm saying that is because even when I went to the workshop, we had young people in that room, and they needed to hear our stories. They needed to hear those stories, and feel mm -hmm. assured and give them hope. You understand what I'm saying? Um, that they can do this. They can be who they are and not worry. And they can more so than us. Even though mm -hmm. I'm 52, I'm more comfortable with myself, I must say, than I have been since when I was 26. 
Okay, because mm-hmm. really at this point in my life, I don't really care what you think about me. I, I could care less because at the end of the day, I, I serve God. I don't I don't serve you like that. You understand? So, mm-hmm. um, but like I said, these young people they need to see that because the backlash is still there. It is still there. People still have difficulty identifying with transgender. Why you think you have all these? Um, these people mm-hmm. out here are murdering and, and hurting people that are transgender or hurting uh, women that are lesbian. And even there's distinction there because if you're a pretty lesbian, that shields you. But if you're more butch-like, may not shield you. But at the same time, it's still the same pain. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's still the same pain. But um, But like I said... You know, this we still have to fight against that backlash because you got some people that they think the way they think and think that they're going to serve in their role in higher up positions and not encounter diversity. I mean, that's crazy to me. Really crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? I, 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 I agree. And, and I think... Um... I think um, when you were talking about the young lady from the the uh, massacre, that, the Parkland uh, massacre that happened, and I wanted to point out and I wanted to make sure you you see is you have to also remember a lot of the people that may make comments about her from the Republican Party. You're still talking about an all white male Anglo Saxon, so yes. they're going to have back in the day. Right. Mentality. That's right. Okay, that's... Even know, the young this, ones. Right. Even the young ones, but a lot of this also comes back to um, white males or white people feel that they're losing their sense of power. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this is stemming from, stemming from the culture or the color of the race of people is becoming darker, more brown, and they Mm -hmm. cannot handle that. So when you attack someone on their looks, just like prior, you know, you had the Republican Party or you had a lot of people who were like Trump fans or Republicans, they attacked Michelle Obama. Yes. Calling her an ape and calling her Oh, they called her everything. I mean, especially, I'm going to say, and I don't care, that fat pig Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. How he had the most derogatory thing to say about how her her Johnson was bigger than her husband. Mm. You know, I thought that was the rudest, mm. crudest thing. And this is a man that looks like something from Star Wars, the Jabba the Hutt, and he even looks better than him. But listen, listen, listen to what he's saying, though. Remember, I said to you earlier in the early earlier mm-hmm. that. A lot of times, these are people's fantasies coming out because maybe he's envisioning, <laughs> maybe he's visualizing her with a plastic Johnson going up his oh, well, fat behind. Uh, there's a lot of Amazon sisters out there. About you got that Johnson. right. Well, ride that yes. pony. And let me tell you, once again, you go to my website, www.crossblack.com. <laughs> we will help you with that fantasy. Boy. Of an extra long listen, Johnson. Listen, listen. Okay? A lot of times We got them in are... different sizes, too. Listen, listen. 
in diameter. Listen, people, <laughs> listen to how. But get get where I'm coming from. We we're laughing, but a lot of times people be telling you they fantasies. Mm-hmm. It, uh, he so, want to be overthrown. Right. Oh, he okay. wants to be. He wants her with her Amazon self to overtake him. I want to uh-huh. be taken. Listen to mm-hmm. what he's saying. Because I'm going to tell you, what people say in public and what they do behind closed doors is two different things. Because that's when the roles will reverse. Whether you gay or straight, roles reverse. Okay? Well, we know that's what he obviously That's right. Because a lot of times okay. people, they like that S&M stuff. So when you be saying stuff like that, I'm listening. Yeah, what you subliminally saying to me too. Cause that means you want me to whip that ass. You that's understand? saying, beat me. That's yeah, right. Beat me, beat me, me baby. Come all over my body and that's treat me like right. a slave. That's that right. That's right. You black woman. <laughs> Listen, check out Rush Limbaugh. I'm telling you, you got these people are like subliminal freaks. They're like subliminal. subliminal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. They subliminal freaks because they're actually telling you what they want to have done to them. You know, mm-hmm. and this is where again the perverseness comes in. That's perverse. It is perverse. Exactly. It's perverse. That's, that's why, it's quite kinky. A lot right, of people get mad, but they're not listening to right. People are getting mad, but they're not listening to the kinkiness in what he said. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. A lot of it has to do with education. When you understand and when you open the dialogues about sex right. and relationships mm-hmm. and, and love, when you open those dialogues and right. you understand, there's nothing to be afraid of. That's the problem a lot of times in the United States. We are so conservative, conservative sexually, yes. but yet we, we have more porn. You have sex trafficking. You have all these things, but yet right. we're still conservative. You go right. to other countries where they're a lot more sexually free. That's they may right. not have these issues, but right. America is one of the biggest consumers of this. That's right. So that makes you question. Because so you know why? Because they treat why? sex as forbidden. And that is un. It's it's it's, you know, because sex. Is and where treated, does that come from? It's it's religion. like dirty. They make sex but it comes dirty from religion. Right. They make it dirty. Oh, it's dirty. You understand? Yeah, but it's, yeah. Remember, it's two things. It's religion and slavery. Mm-hmm. Because you have to remember, a lot of times when you brought people from other continents, countries, you brought them from Africa, you brought them from Jamaica, in these places. It was okay to walk around a certain way. It was mm-hmm. okay for your body. People saw your body. It was these things were on were okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was it was a norm. No one looked at it as something to be ashamed of. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have a big, you could have a large backside, big boobs, thighs, whatever it was, and it was okay. Right. Your sexuality was not was not ingrained and embedded in on your body type. Mm-hmm. It things that were looked at was your education, your wealth status, who you were were in in the community. It was mm-hmm. only until European and Christianity came involved that now all of a sudden we're shamed when right. we're brought over here on a slave ship. Your head is shaved because your hair is your beauty. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why all of a sudden our hair was no longer beautiful. Mm-hmm. Our braids were no longer beautiful. How we styled our hair for many centuries and, and years was no longer beautiful. Mm-hmm. We had to cover up our bodies. Why? Because all these white men that were our slave owners were attractive. Mm-hmm. And white women were intimidated. Right. Henceforth, mm-hmm. that's why we have all these body and booty injections. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. That's right. You know, those those things come natural. If you want a bigger butt, you can work out and get it. But some people are too lazy to do that. Right. But mm-hmm. like I said, all these things that were natural and, and, and normal, whether you were coming from from Span Ecuador, you coming from Africa, you coming from Jamaica, you coming from Panama, Dominican Republic, Haiti, mm-hmm. Dominica, all these different places. Okay, the beauty of the body was accepted. It was okay. Yes, in some places they may have had you covered, and even it was adorned. Whether it was adorned with uh, a variety of colors, or cloth, or fabric, or gold, it was mm-hmm. still adorned, and it was still recognized as beautiful. Mm-hmm. But when we come over here, all the adornments were re- removed. Our hair, how we carried ourselves, all of that had to be toned down. You right. could no longer have that, that African pride, Jamaican pride, whichever pride it was, Panamanian pride, Dominican, you could no longer have that because it was no longer acceptable. Why? Because white women were intimidated. Their bodies could not compare. Mm-hmm. They're coming from Europe. Some right. of them may have been thin. They could have been fat. They could have been flat-chested. It had no rear. Right. We had these rears naturally. Right. That's so... Right. But we, you know, we we can have another conversation about this. What we're going to do is we're going to end on this note for now. Right. Wonderful. And, and yes, because this was a highly enticing and interesting conversation. So I, I will tell you that... In order to reach me, you can you can buy those lovely sex products if you have these weird fantasies, and if you don't see what you want, you could just always email us <laughs> at info at pearlsandblack.com. Bravo! I could all okay. I could be reached at um pearlsandblack at gmail. And another thing I want to bring to everyone's attention is I am I the professor will be honored at a luncheon. It will be the fifth annual luncheon. It's on uh, April, I believe, April April fourteenth. Beautiful. At Judy's place in Brooklyn. I'm one of the honorees. You can go to Eventbrite and look for fifth annual. I am empowered. It's an empowerment, uh, a women's empowerment lunch. They're going to have a variety of speakers, I'm going to be one of them, or you can go to the website, www.b-im-empower.com. Tickets are available. I hope everyone sees you. They're going to have great food. They're going to be giving out goodie bags, and there's going to be some um, speeches from up-and-coming shining stars, as well as um, me, one of the honorees, which I'm so proud of. And like I said, today I had the pleasure and the honor of speaking to the Humanity Society at BMCC, um, which uh, another one of my many uh, (laughs) uh, traits is to also talk about mental health 
Now, most people are trying to understand what's the combination of what mental health and sex has to do, but it has a lot to do with it. Because if That's your mind right. is messed up, how can you have great sex? That's right. Because okay? if you ain't, <laughs> if your mind ain't right, it's gonna be difficult. <laughs> Everything else is. Um, yeah. But like it says, you can reach me there. You can also reach um, the professor at Love, Sex, and Relationships or talk to the professor at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And and about you, Professor Love, you go ahead and tell them how they can reach you. Well, first, I just want to say congratulations um, to the professor for being an honoree on April 14th. I think that is a, a fantastic and great honor. And it's long overdue, and you know we, you know, um, Professor T. Love, you know, I celebrate you, I love you, and I wish the best for you. Um, you can catch up with Professor T. Love on a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music, on www.prn.fm at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 3 p.m. Pacific on the internet. I've been on there for about seven years now, loving it. And I'm also on iHeartRadio.com. Just look for a bowl of soul. You can also catch me right here, streaming live on Live365.com, where a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul, uh, soul music, has. Their radio network, in which you are now listening to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor. You can also catch up with me at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. And coming up soon is we'll be having some nice interviews with up-and-coming independent R&B artists that are doing their thing all over the world. Because, you know, R&B reaches all over the world. Follow me on Twitter at Ebola Soul, and also you can like my Facebook page, and I love it because y'all blowing up my Facebook page. My Facebook page is Ebola Soul, a mixture of soul music, just like the page, and you know, just showing y'all some love here with the professor, and giving y'all some tips on how to do life. What you think, professor? Of course. And like, ooh, I left that out too. You can catch me on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. Yeah, there's Pearls of Black at um, on Facebook, and also the Professor on Facebook, and P O B at Instagram, and Tumblr is Pearls of Black Blog 2012 on Tumblr. But yeah, those are the thousand and ten ways you can reach me and reach out to me, and I hope to hear from everyone. It was a pleasure and honor as usual working with you, my dear. Yeah, I appreciate that. I just got one more shout out, and this is for those. It's a new support group for lesbian, bisexual, queer, questioning women. It's called Les Keep It Real, and it's moderated by my sister Vanessa. And it's done on Thursdays, 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Gay Men's Health Crisis on 446 West 33rd Street, room 6027 between 9th and 10th Avenue. And meetings are every second and fourth Thursday of the month. And if you want to know more about the safe and non-judgmental space, call Les Keep It Real. Call Vanessa at 212-367-1475. Alrighty now. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Good night. Any, so we love you. 
Tune in again. You can hear us again at 8, at 12 noon and 8 p.m. up until next Wednesday, which will broadcast a new show. So we love you. You have a great and lovely evening. Good night, Professor. Good night, Professor C. Love. All right. All right.